Good day, everyone. Welcome to Results Mastery Podcast. My name is Veena Mistry, and I'm a career success coach helping technologists achieve high performance. Today, we have a guest, Arundhati Datta. Arundhati, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, well, first of all, thank you so much, Veena, for having me. I'm always inspired by all the great work you have done as an entrepreneur in your life and now as a success coach, career success coach. So thank you again for having me. Uh, I'm Aaron Daddy. I'm based uh, out of San Francisco, and I um, have a done a lot of work in the agile space. I'm a scrum trainer uh, with Dr. Jeff Sutherland's company, and I've also uh, worked in various startups and consulted to startups as an agile coach, as a product owner. And uh, I've done just a lot of work with early startups, and I love building things from zero to one. So I'm excited to be here again today. Awesome, Arundhati. When I heard you speak a couple of months ago, I was extremely inspired by the way you have transformed organizations with agile practices. You've applied agile practices to multiple organizations. Tell us how you got interested in this space and how did you excel? Um, oh, well, thank you. Uh, well, I got you know interested in the agile space back in 2014. I was I didn't even really know what this stuff is. And I read it up and I was like, hmm, sounds interesting. And uh, I just started applying uh, lean and agile principles to uh, the startup work that I was doing. And I started to see really good results. It changed my way of thinking and doing things. And uh, I've been a fan ever since. I've done a lot more thinking and uh, reading and research and talking to people in the Agile community to really deepen my understanding. And I've also had the good fortune to not just apply Agile and Scrum to um, my startups, but also consult to other startups and help them see uh, very high productivity increases. So uh, I think, you know, I don't know if I've excelled, but I my way has been to just spend a lot of time with those who have really mastered this space, um, you know, role models in the field of uh, Agile, like um, Dr. Jeff Sutherland and a lot of other amazing folks who have contributed so much to the space. So just kind of learning from them, talking to them and and being part of events and just just really imbuing, uh, you know, just immersing yourself in the field, so to speak. So uh, that's really helped me. Yes, of course, immersing yourself, uh, one of the keys to success in any field, you may say. And from when I last spoke with you, when I've heard you speak uh, in other public forums, uh, you've uh, achieved tremendous amount of productivity improvements through your work, through this, uh, uh, through using agile principles. Could you cite what has been either your biggest breakthrough or some breakthroughs you've had working in this field? And in other words, what were some of your aha moments? Absolutely. Uh, so I, you know, I think that uh, agile done right, uh, or when you if if you really if you're using scrum uh, the scrum framework if you do scrum right you can see amazing productivity increases in teams and i have seen this in in real life uh, in a lot of different startups where 
uh, I've where I've consulted. So for me, there has been no one aha moment. It has been a continuous learning journey where it has been many, many different aha moments. And uh, ev even now, every day is like a aha moment. Like I will, you know, I will come across something and, and it'll suddenly click and I'll be like, yes, this is why this principle works. So there's like many, many, many aha moments um, along the way. But I, you know, some as some of those amazing times have been when I've been able to get teams to a 400% or 600% velocity increase uh, from when we started working to just within uh, three to six months. And that was just really incredible to see that teams can really get to that kind of productivity increase um, when we apply the principles of Agile. That is absolutely amazing. And imagine that going from X to 300% or 600% X. That is just absolutely mind-boggling to me. So Arundhati, would you be able to share with us three key principles that you have learned while working in this field? Um, absolutely. So, you know, I would say there's, a, you know, you could say there's a lot of different principles, but the three that, you know, is top of mind for me is first, uh, my work has been a lot in the startup space. So in the startup space, some of those principles that I think of, or, you know, for anybody getting started with an idea or companies, uh, even inside large corporations, if you're getting started with a new idea, uh, the first is ship often and uh, and develop iteratively, because you really just don't know what your customers want unless you Put it out there and let them ex you know experience it or try it out uh, so definitely ship often as often as you can and uh, take that feedback and develop iteratively which brings me to my second point which is really just talking to people talk to your customers because if you do not know your customers well you will not be able to develop the products that they want to use so Talk to your customers, um, really just immerse yourself in the customer's journey, like understand deeply what they want um, and why they're using your product and have as many conversations as you can. And the third thing I would say is, and really I was reading this book called Seven Powers and I highly recommend it to everyone. In that book, um, one of those seven powers is process power. And I think having a process, you know, having an agile way of working, or if you're following a scrum framework, having using scrum gives you that process power to really turbocharge your productivity in your teams. And that can be a big differentiator uh, in your differentiator versus other companies. If you have that process power, and you can go really fast in how you're uh, developing and releasing product that can really differentiate you. So I think those are would be my um, three key principles. Got it, got it. Yeah, um, I can understand how these would certainly bring in uh, transformational power into any, any uh, development process. So how about we take an example without, of course, going into any confidential information, a case study, if you may, and can you help us understand how applying 
uh, some of these agile principles radically improved productivity or was there any other benefit other than productivity that the team was able to experience Sure, that's a great question. So worked with a lot of different startups and one that I can think of was, you know, we started when the team was very small. Uh, it was just uh, five folks working together as a team. And uh, really it was just very ad hoc at that time. They were, everybody was doing everything and you know how it is. Uh, it's chaotic and ambiguous in mm -hmm. the early stages of a startup. And, uh, you know, one of the things we um, I noticed um, was that they did not have a, a prioritized backlog. So everybody was kind of just doing whatever they could and it was very um, haphazard. And so we talked about how about kind of making a prioritized backlog where uh, you start to put the tasks in order of importance and then anyone can just pull one of those top important tasks and start working on it. That way you're all rowing in the direction that you need to row in instead of kind of everybody going out there and doing what they think they should be doing when maybe it's not that important. So uh, just adding this kind of a prioritized backlog to the team, um, uh, you know, way of working drastically improved their focus. And then we did other things. Uh, we started implementing an impediments uh, sheet, like what are some things that are getting in the way of our being more productive this week? And we started to think through some of those impediments. So, because uh, a lot about, you know, the agile way of working is the mindset, you know, just the mindset of being lean, of reducing waste, of being quick in getting products out to your customers. So we, we started implementing a lot of those agile lean principles and uh, I was able to help that company get from you know just adopting scrum to being super fast in their velocity right up to uh, you know when they started to a 500% productivity uh, improvement within just I think it was three and a half or four months so I thought that was really um, interesting example of how teams can turbocharge their um their release cycles or their uh, uh, their productivity. Got it, got it. Five hundred percent productivity improvement in three to four months. That's just absolutely amazing. And what really resonated with me here, Anurundati, is when you use the analogy of rowing, because so true. We don't even realize that our projects are running, and everybody is just seems to be going in different directions. But this analogy you used as rowing and everybody going in the same direction. And you used uh, uh, just a prioritized backlog, some basic principle, right? An agile. And, yep. if, and this rowing example really resonated with me because I've seen that a lot. I've mm -hmm. seen that everybody is working really hard. Everybody has the best of intentions. And yet they are not able to achieve their goals. And this is probably why. They're probably yeah. all rowing hard, but all rowing in different directions. And everything is more chaotic than aligned. And this one principle can get things aligned so quickly, right? Yes, absolutely. Superb. So Arundhati, what would you recommend to someone who's just getting started in this field? How do they get really good at it? And then the second part of this question is, how do you promote an agile way of working when, say, the company or your team hasn't really done it before or are hesitant or perhaps have some bad experiences doing it. 
Sure. So I would say, you know, for someone just getting started, just go out there and do it because you can read all the books uh, and it's a little bit like driving. You can read all the books in the world, but if you don't sit inside a car and give it a try, you're not going to really learn how to do it. So I see Agile as a mindset shift and I see it as something that's completely experiential. So go out there and start practicing it and you know, you're going to run into roadblocks and obstacles and you'll struggle and you will not be able to figure out certain things. And that's OK. You can just keep keep at it and talk to others and try to learn from those more experienced. So there are amazing role models in the field. Uh, try to attend their talks and, you know, read what they've said, but keep at it. Just keep practicing it. That's what I would say to someone just getting started. And to your other question, Vina, about, you know, how, what do you do when you're, you know, maybe your team hasn't done it before or is hesitant to try? I would say, um, just propose it to your team. Say, hey, team, you know, this, you know, do you folks want to try this new way of working and see how it goes? And give it a shot. Um, Agile, is, if you're using Scrum, it's it's real fun. And it's just, it's just a fun a way of working together. Um, and it also brings about a lot of other benefits like transparency, accountability, a shared ownership, and just an overall sense of team that doesn't come through sometimes when we're just working, doing our stuff and working in silos. So um, I think it's a really, once people try it out, once teams give it a shot, they don't want to go back to the older way of working. So it's, uh, so, so go and tell your team that, hey, let's give it a try. And if it doesn't work out, we can always go back to our older way of working. And I'm pretty sure once they try it out, they'll like it. <laughs> True. Uh, Arundhati, here you brought in something that is uh, very close uh, to my heart. You said transparency. And, you know, software, building software, transparency is such a critical part of it because no one can really see what you're doing. Yes. You're always under stress. You're always under pressure to deliver. And this is, it becomes very difficult to justify what have you spent uh, the last week doing or the last month doing because everything is due yesterday. Yeah. And it looks like uh, using agile practices is it can bring in a lot of transparency. So which means that you can demonstrate clearly yes. what you or the team have been working on. And that's really something, isn't it? Absolutely. In uh, Scrum, one of the fundamental principles always is make work visible because uh, knowledge work is always invisible and you can't see, you know, what's going on. But making that work visible through your team board and, um, you know, you, now everything is remote so you can work in mural or Miro. But just making it all visible is so helpful. Absolutely. Superb, superb. And um Arundhati, my next question is about your journey and how you got there. Now, you speak a lot about the coaching and mentorship that you have received in your career. And uh, I would like to understand a little bit about that, if you can help share what type of coaching and mentorship that you have received in your career and how did it help you get where you are? And not just that, now you yourself are a coach and a mentor to many other professionals. So tell us a little bit about that. Sure. Well, 
You know, I think coaching and mentorship is so important in our journey because we are always, uh, wherever we are in our journey, there's somebody who's more experienced, who's been there, done that, and who could really help you uh, see some of the struggles that um, you may not be able to figure out right now, and they can help you work through that. So I think, uh, you know, both coaching and mentorship is extremely valuable. And um, I have, uh, you know, I think at different points in our career, we need uh, help from different kinds of people because we're just passing through these different stages. I know when I learned directly, when I learned um, a scrum directly from Dr. Jeff Sutherland, I learned so much in the time that I spent with him. I felt like I learned five years worth of stuff in that just one week. So I think um, it's so valuable to be able to work with people or receive mentorship from people or be coached by people who um, who know a lot of just more experience than you and have that knowledge, a depth of knowledge and experience. So I highly, highly recommend that experience. And, um, you know, I, on that note, Vina, I actually had some questions for you because I have been so inspired by the work that, uh, you have done and I know you're you're doing great work now as a career coach but before that you've been an entrepreneur and you had you went through this journey of building a company from scratch and I know that comes with so much of uncertainty and struggles and and it requires a tremendous amount of grit and determination so I would love to hear from you about your journey a little bit as as an entrepreneur. <laughs> sure thing, Anandati. So yeah, this is true. I was part of a founding team and uh, it was a fintech company. Uh, it was meaning it still is a fintech company. And along with my founder, the two of us, uh, we founded the company and we grew the company to a mid-sized company of around 800 people. And just like uh, a year and a half ago or so, we sold it. Uh, had a very successful exit, and we sold it to an arm of NASPERS, which is an international conglomerate. Wow, wow, amazing. Because I know it's not easy. It's not easy uh, building, starting a company, first of all. And second, it's a, it's it's really difficult to build up the company to, like you said, 800 people because the challenges at every stage become different. So zero to 10 folks is different from, you know, when you're going from 100 to 200 and then 200 to 500 folks. So it, it's very, very different challenges. And to me, it just kind of shows how you were able to adapt at every stage and kind of make keep making those right decisions that helped you to keep growing. So amazing. So very inspiring um, to be honest Arundhati we made a lot of mistakes along the way <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure <laughs> as you can expect but here's the good thing we learned a lot too uh, especially uh, for me it has been a tremendous journey I have learned so many different things whether it come uh, whether you um, whether it is in uh, building teams and building uh, business units and growing revenue and building the company. There's so many different uh, challenges at different stages of the company. Yes. Like you just mentioned, when it's a 10 people company, completely different challenge from an 800 people company, from knowing everything that's going on to knowing yep. very little of what's going on <laughs> because there's just so much going on at every yes. stage. Learning to let go at each stage 
was yes. also a very very difficult thing to do because when you start a company it's like you feel it's your baby and you need to know and maybe that's what it is it's just like how your baby grows into <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly into different stages of their lives growing yes. into a teenager and so on and so forth you let go of uh, knowing all the details and just embracing for what they are at that stage absolutely in the journey yeah Yeah. And you were telling me, you know, the other day um when we were chatting, Vina, you were telling me a little bit about how you worked with a client and you were helped um you were able to help them increase their revenue month on month uh, as you worked with them as a coach. So I was very intrigued uh, to hear more about that. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yes, Arundhati, this particular client has been very inspirational. so he's a head of a business unit and is accountable for revenue in addition to delivery and all the other aspects of his business unit now when we first got started and this is like less than about 3 to 4 months ago his goal was to increase his revenue 10% month over month and this is in midst of covid so you can imagine um his business was hit uh, just like everybody else uh, maybe not everyone else but a lot of people the business was hit and so was uh, his business unit and he wanted to like rise up from the, as a phoenix right rise up from the ashes and grow his business 10% month over month of course a lot of credit goes to him no doubt about that but through the principles we implemented during our coaching sessions he was able to achieve his goals so he was able to indeed achieve uh, his growth uh, goals but now it has been 2 months since we completed our coaching sessions here's the best part he was able to maintain his trajectory his growth trajectory and is now well on his way to growing his business 20% month over month so you can see how inspirational that is to see uh, someone's journey like this wow amazing i i think that's really inspiring i'm i bet he's very very happy uh, <laughs> if his business is growing 20% month on month that's awesome phenomenal uh great so so tell me you know what are some of the principles that you know you lean into when you're working with your clients there are a few different principles arundhati but maybe i can discuss three key principles that we work on Sure. and yeah and this is these three principles is what takes professional to a whole new level so the first principle we work on is what i call leadership training this is mindset training that helps professionals think and operate at a whole completely different level and to be honest arundhati um this is this is the reason why a lot of professionals stall because they don't know how to operate at a whole new level at a different level and when they get to the about a director level they stall because leadership training is not something that you can get easily and most organizations don't focus on this they hope that people will figure this out by themselves the second principle is as you can also imagine is accountability ongoing accountability of uh, our my clients objectives and goals ensures that they stay on track so this is one key fundamental pillar that we work on and then the third principle that we work on is becoming growth oriented now what is what does this mean being growth oriented so typically for example this starts with brainstorming with my clients on what their game plan is towards their career growth right and whether it is achieving bigger success in their business unit or implementing some 
new technologies or you know improving improving scaling their team scaling their product it could be any one of those things or something completely different as well so we then think of uh, more ideas in terms of uh, what is possible so we brainstorm and think about what is possible to make that happen once we've come up with a list of things that they think is possible i keep pushing my clients to thinking more and more ideas more and more ways to make that possible and choose from a bigger list you will be surprised that we don't brainstorm enough and this exercise helps bring in that many more ideas to the table and expanding on what's possible so if your goal was x by doing this exercise our clients start thinking in 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 a bigger way and saying hey why do we have to stop at x why not do more this brings in a bigger growth uh, potential to what they are doing if they are going to scale their product to handle let's say um their goal was initially to handle let's say uh x tps and then they are like why not take it to uh 2x tps like you said you worked with clients who were able to reach 500% productivity so why not up that game so by being growth oriented uh, arundhati and incorporating strategies in everyday life this helps my clients achieve way more than they would otherwise and this doesn't just end at one point you can't just do it one day and be done with it or one month or one year this has to be an ongoing uh, way of approaching everything that they do great yeah so so on that note vina um when does somebody when do uh, i reach you like what so i've just graduated college do i pick up the phone and call vina or is it better if i'm like more experienced maybe i'm in the 20 i'm in my late 20s i'm trying to figure out the whole landscape of becoming a great manager or maybe i'm past that and i'm at the director level and i'm really struggling to understand the leadership principles that i need to um y- utilize to get to the next step in my career so when when is a good time to work with uh, someone like you yeah that's an excellent question anantati so to people who are just starting out or have just you know a couple of years of experience i would tell them just find a role that aligns with your goals and work really hard at it become a master at your craft and gather deep expertise in your field just fo- stay focused and just master just become an absolute master at what you do however what happens is when someone reaches a senior manager or director level this is when they need to gain leadership skills which is very different from mastering craft this is no longer being the best software engineer or being the best architect or being the best project manager now they have to gain leadership skills and i have seen way too many professionals stagnate at this point in their career as they don't know how to break through this barrier to attain leadership this is actually an excellent time to get a coach because through their help they can identify weak spots they can identify blind spots they can identify what you're doing wrong how do you structure your work how do you get to the next level without going crazy or without in- increasing um, tremendous amount of stress in your lives because time is limited if doing certain amount of work you took 8 hours now your responsibilities have doubled that doesn't mean you have to work 16 hours how do you fit all that responsibility in a day and not 
lose your sanity over it. So that's an excellent uh, point in time to get a coach. But that's not that's not all. I have also got clients who are head of their verticals, which means that they are already doing great as leaders. They have already become leaders, and uh, they are uh, guiding their teams, growing their business units. But now they have stretch goals. Um, on their own, they can get only so far, but they have stretch goals and need help figuring out how to achieve them. That could be through strategies or mindset training, or they could be wanting to attain a healthy balance between work and life, because as responsibilities increase, they're finding a lot of pressure on themselves, a lot of stress, and want to make sure that you know they are able to balance it well in a healthy way so that they are able to live a fulfilled life, um, not just attain great success, but also achieve fulfillment. And what I'm really uh, excited is that this one senior executive I'm working with, he wants to achieve uh, a goal of becoming a CEO in the next three years. Together, we will get him there. And I'm super excited about that. Awesome. Wonderful. Well, you know, I am... Um, Thank you so much, Vina, for sharing your experiences and kind of telling us a little bit about your journey, because it's truly in a very inspiring journey. And um, I love the, the impactful work that you're doing now. Uh, so thank you for um, sharing that piece. And also thank you for inviting me over and asking me those questions. Arundhati, it has been my honor to speak with you today. Uh, and you've been very modest throughout this talk. I know you're an absolutely awesome kick-ass uh, agile <laughs> coach. And it has been a great experience talking to you. You're extremely modest and you give with all your heart, creating such impact through your work, helping teams achieve new levels of productivity. And you know what I like most is the way you do it, you, the way you've inspired people that these agile practices can be a lot of fun. And to be honest, we can all use some fun at work. So thank you again, Arundhati. It's absolutely. been a great, great discussion. Oh, thank you so much, Veena. It has been absolutely my honor and pleasure to speak with you today. Have a great day. Bye. You too. Bye.